welcome to Universal After Dark, a universal podcast that's not the same as all the others. Ma! Ma! Oh, ma. hang on a second. <laughs> well, I've it recalled, but... Oh, well, God. Boston ain't here, is she? So who's oh. hosting? Um, Craig. Oh, I'll go for it then, Al. <laughs> yeah, boy! I'm a terrible host, though. I never know what to say. Well, we'll see, oh. won't we? <laughs> uh, we're in March now, aren't we? We are. When was the last uh, Universal? Don't worry about that! Like, we're just... Like, we're recording now, and you're hosting. Oh, my hosting? Yeah. All right. Oh, Hello. yeah. Oh, yeah. In the house... <laughs> <laughs> Kenny's in the room watching me. Say hello, wifey. Everyone say hello to my wife. My wife. <laughs> She's shaking her head. I can't shame her out. Hold on, let me take my pants off. She'll freaking run then. Right, Craig, Craig we're, we're 59. What, we're a minute in. You still All haven't right. the show. Good <laughs> evening, everybody, and welcome to this week's edition of Universal After Dark. Tonight, I am joined by... Mr. Ripples. <laughs> Ripples in the house. In the house. <laughs> Luke Bird Dog. Hello, hello, hello. I was going to make a bird noise and a dog noise, but... Oh, do we? Do a bird noise and then a dog noise. Go on. Oh. That's better than he wanted to be. That's going to be my ringtone. And every and... text you get. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to edit that. Nope. No, stays in. Staying in. And we are also joined by the hostess with the mostess, Mr. Nicholas. How good, are you, sir? Good morrow. Yes, I'm all right. Thank you for asking, Craig. Um, and I think we should start off, um, as we kind of mentioned at the beginning before it descended into chaos, like, already, that our Boston is... Uh, no, our Boston, not our Boston. Sorry, I forgot I'm not Scouser. Um, she is very busy for the next few weeks because she has got an impending arrival joining her family, um, and she's also planning for her trip back to Orlando. So, for the next few episodes... Boston might be here to host, and she might be here to be on, but there are also times that she probably won't be, this being the first of those. So she hasn't got anywhere, she's just really busy at the moment, and we didn't want the Universal After Dark audience to be without their favourite Universal podcast. We're, we're basically, we're going to double air audience and then give the show back to her. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's how we roll. Um, right, so, what is everyone drinking tonight? I'm going to start with the talented Mr. Ripley. I'm drinking a cup of coffee. Coffee? Coffee? Oh, my God. Uh, okay, that's a bit... Science of I can't talk American <laughs> anymore. I sounded like Adam Sultana then. I've started <laughs> listening to his podcast again, you know, go and listen to the Metal and the God. It's quite good. Oh, yeah. Um, Nicholas, what are you drinking? Come on. Uh, I, I hadn't planned for this tonight, so I'm finishing off a, uh, a flat bottle of Cherry Pepsi Max, of course. 
You are weird. Why? Because you're supposed you... to pry it away because it's flat. <laughs> um, come on, Luke. You're getting caned, aren't you? What are you on? Uh, Coca Cola. Oh, I'm on Coca Cola tonight. Oh my gosh. We're like twinsies. <laughs> we should literally get in a hot tub together and just rub each other down. <laughs> oh my god. Whoa. <laughs> that's why um that's why Matt Corn would never come on the show because I offered to bathe with them. That scared him. Where are sorry. you now, Matt? Where are you now? <laughs> yes. So on that bombshell. We should uh, we should start uh, with other bits and pieces. So, Craig, yes, my little as as the host, friend. Yes, you. thank you. As uh, as you're hosting, um, where did you want to steer this ship this evening? Well, well, we did reach out uh, two hours ago for one of our listeners to come on and do a trip report with us, and as usual. They have let us down greatly. <laughs> well, to be fair, we didn't. You know, in their defence, we didn't give them much time because we weren't recording until. I'm not an being hour funny. Right? This isn't UUOP where you've got a 40 minute window twice a week to record an episode. This is Universal After Dark. This is how we roll. We're just out there. We're a little bit whoa and we're a little bit wee. <laughs> That's very true. Very true. But saying that, saying that. Um, we might have another guest joining us a little bit later on, um, depending on if they can figure out how to get Skype working. So there's that. Um, but on the last episode of Universal After Dark, if I remember correctly, we were talking quite a lot about Halloween Horror Nights. Mm-hmm. And then you disappeared. <laughs> uh. As the international man of mystery that I am. That's right. It's not that my internet's playing up. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to do with that. I actually, actually, speaking of speaking of uh, things playing up, hey, how are your pipes? Oh, don't. Don't. I, I have. Don't. Just, I, you just don't turn the essential heating off when it goes cold like this. You just leave it on, like, 16 degrees. Do you know, right, on Tuesday night, it was minus 15 down here. What? <laughs> Would you leave oh, off? Yeah, it was like off. I've never known it's a cold. Did Honestly, you God. have to sleep in a um, um, kind of remember what they're called in the belly of a cow? Um, Tom-tom. What those? Oh, is that what it's called? Uh, no, but I, I, I've been told that that is a um, uh, an extra over ticket that you can get once the Star Wars hotel opens. Oh, wouldn't that be boss? Star Wars, do Star Wars. What is what is Universal going to do to combat Star Wars apart from Harry just close Potter <laughs> Hotel? Ooh. Is that, do you know that? Is, I've is been that... calling it for years. They're gonna they they they, they in the days I keep saying things and eventually they listen. <laughs> Hashtag Game just of Thrones third gate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, is Star Wars going to make Luke get an annual ticket, an annual pass? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm waiting until Star Wars Land opens, and then I will buy a ticket, because I'm not opening day, because I'll be out. 
I yeah. think I got some of that. Uh, I, I, it's it's a bit ropey that connection there, Alu. Oh, it's been pretty bad recently. What I like about Luke, what I like with Luke talking what? is you can you can hear him, and then it sounds like he's he's getting further and further away until he fades into obscurity. <laughs> it's quite beautiful, really. Oh no. He, He's on a bike. He just keeps riding away from the microphone. <laughs> nah, it's really, so, it's really breaking up. All right, hold on. I'm sure it'll fix itself. We'll this never go. happens when Amanda's on, does it? It happens every time Amanda's on. Stop making it out. It's our fault. It's not our fault. It's Amanda's... So anyway, All we're going to do is put Bob Gear in the title anyway. Bob Iger, yep. That's the one. Who did I say? <laughs> I don't know. Bob Geldof, I think. Bob <laughs> Give Who? me your fucking money. I don't... <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> Bob Geldof. <laughs> oh, yeah. Clearly. Clearly. Oh, man. That was quite special. Um, He's from Glasgow. So, go on, Nick. What were you saying about well, we Halloween was... Horror Nights? Yeah, we were talking Halloween Horror Nights and then, and then Mr. Ripley left us. Um... So we was kind of speculating uh, about things at the time. And I wondered if you had uh, heard our speculations and if there was anything you could kind of add to that mystique. Uh, I haven't heard your speculations, but what were your speculations? Oh, uh, I think we were talking, if I remember rightly, Craig, we were talking Halloween It, The Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Stranger Things. Yeah. Obviously. Um, Luke, was there any others? Uh, I think that was all of them. Excellent. Yeah. Well, the thing is with all of them, is they're probably coming. What I don't want to see is another Purge house. Yeah, I don't think Purge will be back, even though there's another Purge house. That Purge movie coming out. Because the, the has, there hasn't been a proper page house. As the, the page has been shoehorned into houses that have um, collapsed at the last. Wasn't one of them Scream one year and that yes. deal fell through? Oh, yeah. That was 25 because I, I was at that one. And then last year's one was another house that had fell through, wasn't it? Ouija. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, uh, it, well I can't... I can't uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I, I like it when he stumbles because it means that we've we've almost hit a nerve. Yeah. I, well, well, well. I see. I understood, and this is where you can obviously correct us for being wrong, especially me, because mm. I know the least of everyone here. Um, what I understood was that, and I, di- I didn't realise this actually, that the film Ouija mm. was based on a board game called Ouija, which mm. itself is a Ouija board, mm. and uh, I thought like a Ouija board was just like a an object, but actually it's like a trademarked board game by Hasbro. Well, yeah. to, to, to blow your mind, it was invented as a game. It's never it's, It was never invented to be serious. It was just invented as a Victorian parlour game. Victorians used to get pissed and then get the Ouija board out. Wow. So it was all just a, a big, yeah. Or, or did people? Because in our school we used to do the Ouija board, 
and the girls in our class used to get the willies put up them. Well, <laughs> I don't think that's you... what I mean to the Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> <laughs> to the Jimmy Savile upper modern junior school or <laughs> so, 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 Luke, just to clarify, yeah. when um, when a British person says that um, somebody got the willies, it means that they were scared, uh, yeah, they were yeah. frightened, not they actually had a penis. Okay, yeah, no, maybe, maybe they did as well. I mean, it was it was Liverpool, but um, <laughs> exactly, Comprules probably was. Um, yeah, so I, I, I mean, I never really understood that. I think because the mythology, like to me, like Ouija balls are things you see in, in horror films or dramas, mm. so mm-hmm. they're seen as a serious thing when really it's yeah. no more scary than playing Monopoly. Yeah, it literally is that. Yeah. And I'd argue there's more stress in Monopoly. Oh, I've I've never seen I've never seen a fight break out because of a Ouija board <laughs> with your grandma. So did anyone get to watch the film last year? Ouija. No, no I... well, it's not. Has there been two Ouija films? I think so. Ouija one and Ouija two. Ouija two was Electric Boogaloo, I think. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> The title for every sequel, um, but yeah, I think I'm sure it was. But so, am I right in thinking that there was there was effectively a lawsuit by Hasbro or whoever owns the rights to the board game now, and that's why it fell through? Mm, I'm not sure. Not with Universal. If I'm like, if I remember from what I read, it was they were having a row with uh, Blumhouse or whoever else was involved in the film. I mean, possibly it was going to be a section within the Bloom House house last year, but so it just was... become the page. It, they just purged it up a bit, I think. You see, I'm going to be honest with you, and um, I wasn't really a fan of the page scare zone. Oh. No, it was it was all right, but. It just didn't do it for me, and it was, uh, it was probably, well, it was up there with the the um, trick or treat one as one of the best. It was the number two scare zone for me, but um, I, I still, all the scare zones weren't really that good last year. They weren't very scary last year. The scary, to be honest, I think the scariest scare zone wasn't even a scare zone. And that's where you had the chainsaw clowns. Yeah, that was a nice. Um, that was a nice area. Yeah, but um, now this is something I want to ask as well, right? Because I've been watching some of your videos, Luke, and also Amanda, who's not here to to fight back these allegations. But um, I've been seeing some of the videos from Halloween Horror Nights that um, you guys did, and when I look at Trick or Treat, when you were doing it later, like after me and Craig had gone, there seemed to be more interactive characters in the scare zone than we when we were there. Yeah. Because I don't remember anyone being in stocks. I think we might have missed a lot of it. Um, no, I, we think did it was, I think it was added after, afterwards, you know. We seen the teacher, didn't we? Yes. Um, on the doorstep shouting abuse at you. Oh, he quite, yeah. He was quite funny. Yeah, because I thought it was my dad at first. Now, 
does is that going to be a house this year, Chris? Um, it may well be. That will be uh, a pretty <laughs> stunning. Now I've. I've never seen the film, so I've got no idea what the storyline is. It's obviously trick or treating gone wrong. Well, it's three separate. It's exactly, like an anthology yeah. film, isn't it? It's an anthology yeah, film. Yeah. So it's like three set. Is it three stories or four stories or something? It's like, it's like Pulp Fiction meets Halloween. Is is it worth a watch? Yes. Okay. It's hard to find. I think I think you can get it on DVD here, but I couldn't find it on any streaming services last year. Really. Yeah, I found it it recently. It's on Amazon, but you have to pay three quid or four quid, whatever it is. Yeah, or instant video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like Footlocker or something. Lucas, Uh, I, I, I meant. uh, Did I say that? I meant to buy it with a credit card. That is. It's got. It's got a. It's. It's had a, a fairly decent release in America, but. Like over here, it had no cinema release, um, no proper direct to. Well, it did go direct to DVD, but I think we got it quite a bit later. I don't think it got a wide release particularly. Um, so yeah, it's quite hard to find over here. So uh, it, does that mean it's a nailed on? Because it's literally a, a local thing, isn't it? It's just an American thing. Trick or treats, yeah. What do you mean, like? We have trick or treating over here. No, we don't have to film, though, did we? No, no. no. Oh, I thought you actually meant the actual event itself. Yeah. Okay. And yet, I've seen quite a lot of um, Sam merchandise in the UK. Have you? Yeah. 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 There's a fair bit out there, isn't there? Mm. Yeah. I took. I, I'm sure. I'm sure. I sent a picture to Amanda. Of my local, I've got like a. Oh, too much. Oh, okay, go on. <laughs> I've got a collectible shop in my town centre, um, and in the window they had a doll, a sand doll. It was like ninety quid. It was quite a big oh. doll, um, but yeah, it was one of those like Neckar ones or something, like one of the fairly decent branded ones. But um, yeah, what that was embarrassing. Would Sam be able to pull off being the icon? I think the way it's going now is going to be more like Hollywood, where the IPs that they secure are essentially the icons. Yeah. So I think he could be an icon amongst other icons, but probably not leading the whole event. Do you think we'll we'll ever see icons again in a traditional sense? Um, I think Jack's got enough pulling power to come back. Oh, yeah. As Judy um, has as well, what in, whatever their name was. Chance. Chance. Yeah. She was just misused in 26, um, was it? Yeah. She was underused. I thought she was an horrible, uh, horrible little character in that uh, live show in 25. She was <laughs> right, up, right up there with them. I love her. It's beautiful. Who were? <laughs> London. Nice one, Nick. <laughs> Freaking Cockneys. <laughs> but I had uh, heard that one of the houses is taking the um, lion's share of the budget. Ooh. So... Yeah, I- 
which is probably, in my estimation, is probably going to be Stranger Things, let's mm. be honest. Oh, God, so, say, Stranger Things is going to break the world, I tell you. I, th- uh, I think it oh. will, literally. So the idea of bringing um, Trick or Treat back is essentially that it was, A, it was popular, but also they built lots of stuff for that. So it wouldn't cost very much to build a, a house based on that film. No. You could probably... I mean... I've not seen the film, but I'd imagine that it, you could probably get away with things being fairly generic. Yeah. So the props would make it not be generic looking, but the actual house itself, they've probably already got the props to do it. So, yeah, I, I know what you mean about about that. Um, but yeah, echoing what Craig said, I mean, I would have, and obviously Christian may know, you may not know, but... Uh, if it is indeed Stranger Things, I would imagine that it's going to cost a lot of money to do Stranger Things. Because if you think about the character, like the creatures in Stranger Things, the Dema, uh, Dema, Demi Gorgon, Demi Gorgons, that's it. Yeah. Um, them, that's... What about them demon dogs? Diamond dogs? No, this is not the, David no, Burry. Demon dogs, the dogs of demonness that kill Sam. Oh. Oh, oh yeah, I'm yeah, a dog. Yeah. yeah, I don't. Yeah, you might have those in there as well, but I mean, I don't think you even need that. I think you just like can just do with one kind of type of villain. But those costumes, really like, um, they're, blah, 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 they're going to be pretty <laughs> costly, aren't they? Well, all you do to get the dogs is take the skin off the American werewolf in London, <laughs> and just have just um, put a bit of latex on them, and you're laughing, aren't you? There's your dog. Boom. Yeah. Possible. But, I mean, it's it's all the other stuff. It's like creating the upside down. That's going to cost money as well. If, if Stranger Things is what they're going to do, because, you know, no announcements. This is all speculation. True. Honestly, I don't know how Stranger Things would... Or, I mean, they would clearly bring in a bunch, a bunch of people. I can imagine the line for that. But, I don't know. I don't think it's just that scary of a property. It doesn't need it to be, though. It doesn't need to yeah, be it's just, scary. It's the yeah. I mean, the thing is, like, Stranger Things is... You know, American Horror Stories isn't particularly scary when you watch it. It's a bit violent, and a bit gory, but... Some of them were. Some of them were a bit... Um... Scary. Yeah. yeah, but what I'm but what I mean is you know, comparing it to something like uh Saw or um I don't know, Jason Frilly, that kind of thing. Like those are, are more scary. The Shining's not a particularly scary film. It can people find it scary because of the psychological element of it, but I don't think it's a particularly scary film. Yeah. But it made a great scare um it made a great house. Yeah, that was one of my favourites. Yeah, so it was a it was a great house. It was the, the house is better than the film. Chris, is it like? Have you seen it? What? Sorry, Lake. Craig, have you seen it yet? Yeah, yeah. Watched the movie. Yeah. Oh, okay. Phew. Just had to make sure. It, it, it disappointed me a little bit because I was expecting this horror film, and it's just more of a thriller, really. Oh yeah. That poor, um, that poor fella, who um, who goes home, gets a phone call to come back. So oh, yeah. The twenty-minute montage of him coming back, 
and then he gets an axe in his chest and he's dead instantly. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't even get to take his coat off or have a cup of tea or to sit down or nothing. Uh, he, he had plenty of time to sit down on the plane. But, um, no, because I mean, the thing is, I, I hadn't seen The Shining until after um, we'd gone to Halloween Horror Nights. I saw it on Halloween for the first time. And I don't know, I don't know if I'd have preferred to have seen the film first or not, you know, because I thought what was quite nice about watching the film kind of unfiltered uh, where I hadn't seen it before but I'd been in the house is that I was able to pick bits out from the film but I suppose it would have it would have worked either way round but I think it was uh, I, I think I got a, a new appreciation for the house after seeing the film in how they'd done certain effects and stuff um, they're making a sequel now aren't they yeah I've heard Are that they? yeah what? yeah The Shining 2 Electric Boogaloo um, <laughs> working title I don't know how they're going to do it, though. Let's just go back to the same hotel, innit, and just have it all happen again. No, if it's to do with the book, it's where the boy's grown up and he uses his shinning to do stuff. No way. So so there's another shining book? Yeah. Oh, my. Book! Book! I think it came out last year. (laughs) (laughs) Did Stephen King write it? I think so, yeah. Okay. okay. Oh, I'm going to buy them books. Um, Mr. Ripley, in your history of Halloween Horror Nights, uh-huh. how often do they repeat a house? Uh, it has been done, but it's not that frequent. I mean, um, American Werewolf in London happened twice, didn't it? Yeah, the two years I happened to go, which, I'll be honest with you, disappointed me. Mm. It wasn't as good the second time around. I no, mean, definitely. It sort of cheated me out of another house that they could have put in place, if you know what I mean. It does mm. if you're if you're not going to it, you know, because obviously with people like Mr. Ripley or Luke, these are people that go every year without fail. Mm-hmm. Um, but for, for people like myself or Craig, we don't get to go every year. So I think I would be... Well, I think... I would be cheated if I went back out, say, next year, and I'm not, but just saying, um, yet, um, and, I'd, and, it, and we had the same houses, I'd feel disappointed because I felt I'd already done it, but I can imagine for some people, the fact that, you know, a favourite house was repeated would be good, like, for example, although I've just said that about being disappointed, if I next went out to Halloween Horror Nights and Dead Waters was back... I'd love that. Hmm. Hmm. I love... Lucy? (laughs) (laughs) We in sitting down? (laughs) Nothing wrong with that, Craig. Shut up. What was you going to say, Luke? Uh, I was going to say, for the American Werewolf in London, I love that they brought it back. I didn't get to go for 23, because my first year was 24, and I heard like so many good things about it. So when they brought it back, I was just... I think that was cool that they would bring it back too. So people like me who got to miss it or wanted to see it got to see it return. Yeah, and that's that's the flip side of that argument. Yeah, is that if you did miss out on it, like let's say for example Lee uh, got back out to Halloween Horror Nights. Now he is a massive fan of American Werewolf in London, isn't he, Craig? Uh, Lee Malubi. Yeah, I think so. I'm sure you said that that was the house that you always wanted to go and see. He says that every year, to be fair. 
Oh, is he? Does he say that like you say the last film you saw was the best film you've ever seen? Yeah, that's like his catchphrase. <laughs> okay, but yeah. So I mean, the thing is, that might be the kind of anchor that would draw people in if they weren't able to go one year or maybe didn't know about the event and thought, oh, I bet that house was great, and then they bought that house back. Well, if they've blown all the budget on one house this year, they might have to bring an old house back. That's why when I heard the thing was rumored, got me like super excited because I didn't get to see that back in twenty one. So, why did bringing the thing? I mean, it got rebooted, didn't it? The thing, yes. But it didn't set the world alight, did it? The reboot. No. Did they do a house on that? On the reboot? Yeah. I'm not sure if it was on the reboot or not. I'm sure it was Halloween on night 26. Yeah, I'm just going to look it up. Are you getting... Uh, Hang on. 21 they did. Uh, 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 Yeah. 21, that's right. 21, go ahead, Luke, lad. Yeah. He's, he's going to have a new book out as well. <laughs> and is that... Now, so was that the reboot? or was, was Well, so no, reboot. Because there's, there's been three versions of the thing, hasn't there? There was one in the 50s, as, one in the 80s, and then the one a few years back. Have they ever done um, The Last Man on Earth? No, because that would not the Will Smith one because that was a bit pants, but it's obviously been a book and it's been done three times, sixties, seventies, and then the Will Smith one, and that's a bloody good book. That you mean is that the Omega Man? Yeah, thing? the Omega yeah. Man. Yeah, Omega yeah. Man. Yeah, that's they... a bit. No, they haven't done it. I'd love to see that. Yeah. I'd be. I'd, I couldn't. I'd have to come. I'd have to. I don't think though. Next year or this year, I don't think there's anything that would be announced that would make me go, "Oh my god, I've got to go." Well, I've still not seen it yet. Um, Rich, I haven't seen it either. The new, Rich. the new one. Yeah, the new one. Rich. Which it? What? You haven't seen what? It. <laughs> Rubbish. Um, although they're showing it, they're showing it in IMAX next week. <laughs> Get this. So at uh, the chain of cinemas that I go to in the UK, every year they do um, the IMAX Film Festival, which is where they do a, a day of showing films, like the biggest films last year in IMAX. Um, they show them all again for one day, and it's like three pound a ticket. So it, it just encourages you to go and watch the film again. And um, they're showing things like Beauty and the Beast and, and Dunkirk um, and Thor. But the one that I want to see is It. But they're not showing It until, I think, 9 o'clock in the evening. And the problem is, is that I have to walk a mile and a half home in the dark. <laughs> and I said, like, I don't think I can go and see it. And then and then walk home alone. <laughs> so I haven't booked a ticket, and I'm gutted because I thought, <laughs> oh, if I was going to go and see it 
at the cinema, like, go and see it in IMAX, but, yeah, I'm just too much of a pussy to go and watch it on my own. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd love to do, jump out on you with nothing but a clown mask, just naked. You did. Back in, <laughs> oh. back in September. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Windmilling. He wishes. <laughs> Some more cocktail sausage in. <laughs> oh, dear. Bigger than mine. Um, was there anything else regarding Halloween Horror Nights that people wanted to, to bring up? It would appear some um, times have been released, wouldn't it, for September? Yes. Oh, yeah. The Studios Park updated their um, park hours today, and it clearly shows that the park is going to be shutting early from the 14th of September. Friday the 14th. Yeah, which is no great surprise because that's kind of what everyone thought HHM would start on that date. So. It does shut on at 6pm on the 12th, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, yeah. I, know why, I know why that'll be. Why? Well, that'll be Wait. like the cast member night, won't it? All the other nights Usually around it. Yeah, that's the Wednesday. Wednesday the 12th, 6pm. And the Saturday before it closes at 6. So like oh, Saturday. yeah. Mm. So Maybe. I don't know what that's for. Oh, the Friday, Friday the 7th. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was like hmm. well, oh. isn't it around that time of year that Microsoft normally hire the park out <laughs> don't, don't. <laughs> yeah. damn you Microsoft hey I'm just having a look there's quite a lot of seats available for it <laughs> it's 8.50 it's 8.50 not 9 o'clock oh I'm tempted do it Luke oh. it, do it Nick oh. do it do it do it do it do it, do it. Do it. Do it. Yeah, I, I know, but <laughs> Uber, Uber, Uber home. Go yeah. with um. We don't have. We're not allowed Uber where, where I live. True story. Yeah. Go with C three PO. I'm actually seeing him tomorrow. Funny enough, we might there go and go. see. We might go and see a film, but it won't be. Uh, it won't be that because it's not on tomorrow. It's a week after. Yeah. Oh, I've got some sort of news. Ish. <laughs> you may have heard. You may have not heard. Supposedly, there is going to be a British person only ticket to Halloween Horror Nights this year. Only available to people of British nationality? Yes. You must be a Britisher and uh, would die for the Queen. You must speak in a proper British accent like myself. Do we get a British night where only the British can indulge and uh, suck on the teat of HHN? Yes, and there will be a special house called the Brexit House (laughs) which is staffed with MPs from both the UK and the EU battling it out whilst you have to try and get through the house without losing your pension fund. And all they say is rhubarb, rhubarb, rhubarb over the top of each other. Classic <laughs> movie. Now I've seen that movie. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm assuming, I mean, I'm guessing it's not actually that. I'm guessing it's more, well, not like what we got last year, but... We seem to get better deals on tickets. I think what it's going to be is we get better deals on tickets, as you say, and that's an oversight on their part. I think that's been a bit of a loophole. The ticket I got was absolutely amazing. I think yeah. this this UK ticket is going to be a bit of a flicking ball So go on, Mr Ripley, what are the deets? 
Well, that's all I know. I'm just being told Excellent. that by, by the travel agents because they're meant to have known by now and they haven't been told themselves. Oh. So, I, I bet you it's, it's, a, it's like a two-week ticket or a weekend ticket where you can go every night for that weekend. Quite possible. Just literally something like that because of the, the way we holiday. Yeah, yeah. I, can't, yeah. I can't remember how much our ticket costs now, Craig, but... Oh, it was ridiculously cheap. I thought it was reasonable. I mean, the only the only thing is, is that, you know, your ticket for Halloween Horror Nights is your ticket for Halloween Horror Nights. It's not your ticket for, um, you know, entry to the park. So, you know, if you want to go during the day, you have to buy a ticket to the park. But otherwise, I, I thought it was, you know, for, for what it let you do and for the, the times it let you do it, I thought it was very reasonably priced, actually. Um, but we do, I think, I think in the UK, and I'm not sure what it's like for, for other countries outside of America, but we do tend to get decent deals for theme park tickets. If you look at how much, um, our Disney tickets cost, then if you bought a ticket when you was out there, we get an, a horrendously good deal. Well, the, the Disney, the Walt Disney World ticket price, uh, hotel prices have just come out for, 2019, and I know this is universal after dark, but whatever. Um, last year, 2017, we stayed at a beach club for two weeks with our park tickets for the family of four. From memory, it was about £5,400. That's, inc- that's including park tickets. The, the prices have just dropped this week, and for room only in the beach club no dining plan yet that's not rumoured to be coming out till April and there was no park tickets included in this price £6,000 for a family of four Has someone got a puncture? That's what that's what hearing that, that price did to me £6,000 it's got to be Star Wars effect hasn't it? Oh yeah because it's going to be August. August 2019 is when we're going. We're planning five nights in the Hard Rock and then two weeks in the Beach Club. If you also notice, Virgin seems to be quite dear as well lately. Yes. Mm. Well, this is this bit... is always the problem that I thought would happen, right? Because I remember the, the first time that we went to Orlando, we went using XL.com. Do you remember them? Oh gosh, bloody hell. And I think they were the flying partners of Travel City Direct. Now, Travel City Direct, I'm sure, got bought out by Virgin. Yeah, it did. Some years yeah. ago, after XL went bust. So the thing is, at that time, they were the place to go if you wanted to get like a, a decent deal to go to Orlando. And we went for three weeks, one week on site, one week in a Hilton suite on iDrive, and a week uh, on Hilton on the beach at Clearwater, uh, flights, all our tickets, everything for like three, just over three grand for two of us for three weeks. Now, if we try to do that same kind of thing now, we'd be looking at almost double that. Easy. Mm. So that's that's still cheap. To be fair, that's that's for two adults, mate. Not for not for not for two adults, uh, two children. But the point is, is that. You know, at that time, there was competition. Now, the competition's very limited. 
Mm. You know, you've got BA, sure. you've got Virgin that kind of do the packages. Do, do BA do packages as well? Or they yeah. just do flight? Okay. Um, and then you've got, you know, some of the new up-and-comers like Norwegian obviously fly to Orlando now as well, but only on, you know, certain days of the week. So the less competition you've got, the high, the more you can charge your prices. Mm, cartel. Yeah. We we flew premium economy last year. Um, per person, £1,700 return. Mm. Mm. And for that, we literally got the standard um, airline food. We got a couple of alcoholic drinks. Halfway through, we got a fab lolly ice. Um, then we had some more airline food for the price it's it's a it's absolutely obnoxious it's vile well yeah because i'm trying to think i think my flight from because was that with virgin as well yeah yeah because i think when i went to when i met you out in orlando i think it was about 400 quid return and is that that's because you went in august wasn't it because of August, yeah, 1,700 quid each per person. How much is that in dollars? About Two and a half grand? No. It is. Dollar, the dollar and pounds not the same anymore. About, about, about two, two ten, maybe. Yeah. Too much, anyway. 1,700 pounds in dollars. Looking up cod recipes. The answer is $2,346 US dollars and 58 cents. Oh, will you that much? Thanks, Siri. Will you marry me? <laughs> I'm not the marrying kind, Craig. Oh, <laughs> fucking hell. She's, she, she's been asked before. <laughs> just got banned by Siri. <laughs> like, Craig, I've told you this before. Yeah. Oh. Don't point that at me, Craig. <laughs> no, Craig, I'm not accessing the camera right now. <laughs> Craig, the, the document says within 100 yards. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, Craig, six inches isn't above average. <laughs> and that's a sausage. We now have to briefly interrupt the podcast to have a few words from our sponsors. His After Dark Podcast is sponsored by HHNUnofficial.com, the home of Halloween Horror Nights news and rumors all year round. Find us on the web at www.HHNUnofficial.com. So stop the fog machines and clear the cobwebs. It's time for another episode of the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. Hi, this is Wendy Prater at Magical Journeys Travel, proud sponsor of the Dis After Dark podcast. How can you be prepared for your next Disney vacation? By booking with me. You don't want to be that guy that's stuck in the crowds, waiting in the four-hour Pandora lines and being turned away at restaurants. 
contact me at wpmagicjourneys.com. Tell me you heard this ad at This After Dark to get $25 off your deposit. Best of all, there's no charge for my services, so hakuna matata, because you will. And now, back to the show. Um, <laughs> right. Um, was there any other... Cause I, I mean, yes. Oh, okay. There is other news <laughs> to do with Universal that's not Halloween Horror Nights related, though. Perfect. Come on. Supposedly, Fast and the Furious is not going to be shit. Oh, <laughs> what? what? I know. <laughs> I know. Supposedly, it's going to be all right. So says Vin well, Diesel. I did we did Jimmy Fallon last year, and I've got to say that is now my favourite ride in Universal Studios. <laughs> On, I'm honestly, that's serious. That. Okay. I'm, not even, I'm not even joshing. Well, what? I'm not being funny. Universal Studios. What are the options? They're all screen-based attractions, basically. Mummy. Screen-based attraction. How is it a screen-based attraction? <laughs> the mummy. Because at the end... Oh, when fuck he, off. When he's getting his coffee, that's a screen. <laughs> you got us. R- R- Ride Rocket? Uh, There's some screens in the queue. Yeah, and it's not my favourite attraction. It's That's fucking awful, that ride. Yeah, that does shake up a bit. <laughs> yeah. Put years on you. I was allowed didn't to go all, on that. Because didn't they all get evacuated the other... Um, was it last week or the week before? Yeah, it was recently, wasn't it? Yeah, Yeah, that would be my nightmare. That There's no fast passes in the world would get me over that, mate. Anyway, having been to Universal recently and having been on Jimmy Fallon, I can confirm Craig is wrong. So, Mr Ripley, this has obviously come... So, someone's obviously made this audacious claim so where yeah. does this come from Jim Hill well well, <laughs> I've been told that it is a series of rooms you're in an actual car like vehicle that moves between the rooms and yes there are screens but there are supposedly lots of practical effects as well excellent and it's more akin to the Ratatouille ride or uh Oh. Or um, oh, what's the other one I'm thinking of? Spider-Man. Um, Spider-Man, yeah, Spider-Man. So basically, what you say is there's going to be some sort of fire effect. <laughs> oh, oh, well, I can tell you one effect. It's definitely going to be in the Fast and Furious. Mm-hmm. You're going to get sprayed in the face with water. No, because we're at Universal Studios. And every, you always get wet. The law, the law is that no ride. I think it's. In, I think it's one of the Ten Commandments. No ride <laughs> built on this property can exist without spraying you with some form of liquid in your face. Do you know what? When you go to Universal Hollywood, they literally tell you that when you go through the gate, <laughs> you will get wet on every attraction. That's Basta. It's terrible. It's like they. It's, it's like someone invented it, and they didn't, obviously. But it's like Universal thing they invented it, and so they have to shoehorn it into every attraction, <laughs> except the Waterworld one, surprisingly. So, um, 
Okay. I mean, I've got... Chris, you've not been on Ratatouille, have you? No, I haven't, unfortunately. It's, it's shit, mate. Is it? Is it? You know, if it's, <laughs> now, if it... What, I you, what Ratatouille is, right, imagine the Spider-Man attraction, mm-hmm. but shit. And that is Ratatouille. <laughs> because, and it's all right, we can say this, because this is Universal After Dark, and I've realised as well I've got ever so cockney gangster all of a sudden. I don't know why. But... <laughs> Oh, geez, like, but honestly, like Ratatouille. Play now. Sorry. <laughs> what, what are the latest odds? I'm Ray Winston. Sorry, Jonesy. Turn again. Um, oh fuck it. Oh, that film. Right. Anyway, so, was that Paul Boniface then? Yeah, it was. That was my impression for Boniface. Um, yeah. So Ratatouille is, is quite similar to Spider-Man, except I mean the main difference is it's trackless, while Spider-Man is obviously not trackless. Um, but the way it does things is is quite similar, um, but it's just not it's not as good. And the thing is as well, like, I think the problem with Ratatouille is it came about I think twelve years after Spider Man, and hadn't improved on it. It's still a nice piece of kit. Yeah, I'm, I mean, like, I say what I mean is is that the way that people talk about Ratatouille is that it is this amazing attraction, but to anybody that's been on Spider Man. To realise that it's just a cheap, half-assed version. Now, what will be interesting is what happens when they put Ratatouille in Epcot, because you can bet your bottom dollar it's going to be a better version of that. Do you know what I find really impressive is the fact Me. that Spider-Man, oh. <laughs> Spider-Man, right? When you consider all of the research and development they did, is probably about twenty years old now. Well, yeah. and it's still that. one of the best rides in Florida. I can top that because I was watching a documentary. It was on one of these travel channels mm. you get. I think um, I've seen this a long time ago. Actually. Travel channel, travel, travel channel. That should be the theme <laughs> tune to it, absolutely, from me to you. Um, and there was a behind-the-scenes <laughs> thing about Universal, and they were showing when they were uh, testing the Spider-Man attraction, and the footage was from 1996. Wow! And all it was, all it was, was a was a a warehouse. It was almost pitch black. You couldn't see anything, and it was just people sat on the vehicle as it was going through the motions. Yeah. So it was just kind of giving the giving the people that were riding it an experience of what uh, the ride vehicle motion would would be like. And yeah, that Mm. was ninety six. I mean, I'm not even sure if at that point it was actually Spider Man, because that may have still been. When they were, I mean, I, I can't remember when the licenses were all agreed, but you know, at, at one time it was very close to being DC Island. So I'm not sure yes. if that was the Batman attraction at the time or not. But either way, the they were actually testing it back in '96, so we're looking at 22 years ago. I want them to rip Marvel out now and just retheme it. Islands of Adventure is very, very tired. It needs a massive upgrade, just so you can just start with that Marvel Superhero Island gone. Okay. I agree with that. Okay, Bob Iger is going to retire within the next twenty-five years. Okay, <laughs> because when's he when's he extended it to? Is it another two years? He extended it to. He wants to ride Star Wars first. He said. <laughs> Yeah, but it'll probably extend it again after that. But okay, so Bob Iger, who's who's made lots of change at, at Disney um, within his tenure, right? Um, he gives he finally gives up Disney, lets somebody else take over, not John Lasseter, 
Yeah, you can have Disney now, you can't. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to pack my bags. I'm going to Universal now. That's his poor body face. Um, so, so Bob Iger goes and uh, is put in charge of Universal Creative. And the first thing they want him to work on is Islands of Adventure. What do you rip out? What, what do you replace Marvel Island with? And, as a caveat, you're, you're, you've got no budget to change the rides. The rides have to remain the same as they are now. I'll paint the Hulk blue and call it the Smurf. Why? Why not? In the whole land of Smurfland? Yeah. <laughs> the Smurfs was never that scary. Oh, and Dark Doom can be giant mushroom. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> uh, the the lazy answer is um, DC, isn't it? That's the laziest and the easiest. That could literally be done in a weekend. I'm not being funny. <laughs> because Marvel Superhero Island's just fucking 2D, isn't it? Well, no, it's 3D, like, you know, real life. Well, it's not, though, is it? It's... You're walking through the pages of a comic book, aren't you? That's what the, the pretext is. So, yeah. dead easy. You just peel off that fella, Wolverine, cardboard cutout, and you stick on some DC fella. The DC version of Wolverine. Uh, there, there must be one. Lobo. He's the nearest oh. to it, I think. Not very the Hulk... You just change him to um, that fella of the Fantastic Four or Doomsday, yeah, something like that. Oh, yeah. Not Fantastic Four. (laughs) They're there now. Why would Universal want to go with DC? It's a failed franchise, isn't it? Oh, Lee Lee Malaby would be spinning in his grave right now. Lee, Lee, calm down now, Lee. Lee, calm, put it down, Lee. Why, I man, you weak, honey bastard. Ah, Tracy, can I go out? Can I go out? Well, Lee, you have to go out because you've got to go to work, man. I thought I was an impression of uh, that Florida guy then for a second. Right. Um, you're, I mean, yeah, you're right. But the other thing you've got to consider is that, I mean, they got the Marvel rights for a song, Right. When they signed that deal, they got the Marvel rights to the song because Marvel said. Did you did you see that thing the other day where when Sony were buying the rights to make the Spider-Man films, they were offered a bundle deal which included Captain America, Iron Man, Thor, twenty five million dollars, <laughs> and they like they the, the guy who got who was sitting there with Marvel went back to the other execs and said right. Um, I know you want Spider Man, but they've said we, you know, if we pay twenty five million, we can get all of these as well. And they turned around and said, "No one gives a fuck about those other superheroes. <laughs> Go and get Spider Man." And they could have had the whole Marvel Cinematic Universe. He's now hanging in his garage. Yeah, they all are, all of them. Who did you say that was, Nick? So, well, well, I don't know who exactly it was, but it was Sony. Oh, so oh, yeah, wow. Sony. This was about ninety eight, I think. Yeah, Gosh. Happened. yeah. Um. So yeah, it's um. So, yeah, but it's irrelevant how much no, it costs. No, no, well, no it's not to, because to no, buy because, it because no. But all Universal do is get Disney to pay for it. Yeah, but and once, there's, uh, there's the settlement. Now, yeah, but but the thing is, like, maybe they don't want to invest that much. You've got to pay royalties, 
right? Especially now, like nobody is going to go to a theme park and give you like an IP and give it to you for nothing. They're going to want royalties for it and a big upfront fee. So whatever they replace it with, unless it's internal, unless they use Universal, is going to be that. Now, with that said, right? Because I've been, I, I hadn't, I just come up with this question, so I hadn't really been thinking about it. But now, after Craig's confession of Smurfland, which came completely out of left field, <laughs> why don't they turn that into Marvel Monster Island? Like, like villains? Mar- Marvel well, Monster Island. Well, I just I say Marvel Monster Island, Universal Monster Island. So, oh. <laughs> so that makes more sense, doesn't it? So, you know, the. Um, you could have like Frankenstein's coaster. You keep it green. <laughs> uh, you could have Endless flight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why not that? The the Spider Man could be you going around various. Could be Tom Cruise, couldn't it? In the yeah. Mummy. There you go. That's horrifying. Allegedly, so I haven't seen it. But like you know, and they would have to pay the royalties then. And he could just paint it all black and white. That would be cool. They have like, oh, and then like how they have all the uh, what they call the portraits of the heroes, but just have all the portraits of uh, the classic monsters. Yeah. Oh, the classic monsters could all ride out on quad bikes. Ah, oh, you know what? <laughs> Instead of like the music they played there at the moment. They could just play twenty four seven Monster Mash. Oh God! Yeah, I'm I was working in the lab late <laughs> one night. Oh, take me money! See, I'm full of, I'm full of great ideas, um, Mister Ripley. If you if you had if you could retheme those attractions in that area, what would you choose? I can tell you what the rumor is. Oh, I love Chris Ripley. In that case, in that case, let's go to Luke first. (laughs) Luke, what would you you do if you if you could change that island to anything? That 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 Marvel island at the moment. If you could change it to anything, what would it be? Hmm, anything? I have no idea. Uh, I don't know. I guess that's a dead franchise, mate. Yeah. I know. I stopped watching that this season. It just got boring. <gasps> oh, but I just watched. Oh, sobbed. It was the I lowest know. watched episode oh, of The Walking Dead ever. I oh wow. I'm just gonna watch the season finale and then I'll be happy because I do have a theory on it. I just want to see if my theory matches. Fair and once it's over, be back. okay. See ya. <laughs> but I don't know. I I would like to see classic monsters work with that I, I, I will go with that idea classic monster that's because it's a genius idea thank you Luke that's why I like you You're welcome. so Mr Ripley with, with the insider info mm-hmm. well it I mean it's it might just be yeah. fan speculation but there's been a, a sort of a deluge of rumours very recently that Universal are considering some kind of retro throwback land um, to throw back to past attractions that no longer exist um, there was a rumour that they were going to sort of re- you know, retrofit the cartoon section of Islands of Adventure 
uh, with stuff from their past. Um, I mean, it got so much in the last few days on Twitter and different places where this rumor has been circulating that Universal's own Twitter account has been joining in. <laughs> wow, hook tight. Um, about the spe- speculation because uh, someone there was a list of things that people were trying to work out how you could turn the different cartoon attractions into different old universal attractions. Oh, it's easy. I, I was just, like, when you mentioned that and, and the fact you mentioned the cartoon bit, you could just replace, you could just change Dudley Do Right to uh, Jules. Well, th- oh. that's that's the only one that's got any staying power. Is when I talk to people at Universal. And I say to him about past attractions, forget any of the ones that have come and gone. That's the one that they always say, we would love to bring that back somehow. So you're just sitting on the top of a shark going around Dudley Do, right? Awesome. <laughs> sitting on the top of the shark. Um, I mean, more likely is that with the new space that they'll have in their new theme park, they could possibly build something with screens with a shark on, no doubt. There's nothing like a screen in, in uh, a lake. That's what I say. Yeah. Uh, I'm still waiting for Jaws 19. I know. When they can do bring, that. When they can bring out holographic uh, sharks, that's what I'm talking about. Um, but, I mean, that, to be honest, that doesn't surprise me that Jaws is the one that people hark back to because that was such a beloved attraction. And I've never seen... like You know, whenever they close down a classic attraction, you do get people genuinely upset that their favourite attraction's going but with Jaws I don't think I've ever seen the outpouring of sadness as oh, I yeah. had with that that was, that was something special the thing is with, with that as a ride even if you've never seen the film you still know what it's about you're still terrified because it's a giant shark so there's something inherent within us all that we will be terrified at a giant shark attacking a boat that we're in. Um, but it also, every generation could appreciate that, whereas not every generation appreciates different franchises that they do have. No, it's kind of it's kind of timeless in a way. Well, that, there was that rumor, wasn't there? I remember reading a while back that uh, it might have been you talking about actually was that there were considering like a back to the future roller coaster no it wasn't me that would be disappointing it would only go 55 miles per hour or 88 sorry oh my god <clears throat> 88 miles an hour is fast though luke if you consider oh, how test track yeah, no, goes be, about 40 really miles fast. an hour i got it mixed up with 55 uh, 88 yeah 88 would be better rock and roller coaster retheme that to back to the future I know it's a different park and Have all that. Real flames. Yeah. On the line. Oh yeah, take me money. <laughs> I'd bring back Ghostbusters. It's not a universal property though. So, well, uh, well, okay, well then. But I really, uh, I love stuff like that, where it was a sit-down show. You know, indoors in the air conditioning, there isn't much of it left. No, not well, especially not that that side of the park. The only attraction there that's indoors is Spider Man, isn't it? In those two, in those two sections. Um. Uh, yeah. 
I mean, I don't. The thing is, I don't think they could ever bring Jaws back, or they they would bring Jaws back as the attraction that it once was. Do you think millennials would moan it's animal cruelty? <laughs> yeah, but start me on oh, millennials, me. Chris, you know, <laughs> you know, you know that you and me are millennials. We're uh, Nick. I refuse. No, I've no, read no, that no, article. No, no, no. You and I are both Generation Xers. <laughs> We definitely behave like Generation Xs. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I just think the, the reason, I mean, yes, you're probably right, Chris, but, um, you know, really the, the truth of it is that, you know, Jaws was a bloody expensive ride. Yeah. One was, to yeah. build twice. Twice. Um, <laughs> pretty much. Um, but also, it, you know, the, the everyday running costs were extremely high. So if they brought it, the only way I could see them bringing it back is if they do it like they do on the Discovery Channel, uh, sorry, I meant Hollywood, where you get like that little short scene of Jules. Yeah, it's like it's part of the tram tour. Yeah. yeah, so it would have to be something much on a much smaller scale than what it was. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I think that could be... Because they did toy around... I was talking to um, someone the other, a few weeks ago. They did toy around with doing that, actually, in the actual lagoon. Okay. It's like a photo opportunity, but it was like really expensive just to put one in so yeah yeah that's you know, there's no there's no business plan for that sort of thing no uh. yeah but in in islands you've got the uh, you can meet the uh, raptor you, you yeah. could just have a shark jumping out the water with a, a photo pass man there yeah, but that's that's exactly what they looked at doing they were going to put it at the back of the um quake burger place Oh, Richter's. Richter's, that's it. Best burger on property, that means. Best burger on property. They are good in there, you're right. Um, But they put the other shark there, didn't they, in the end? Left shark from from the uh, Katy Perry Super Bowl. He's got no teeth left. Everyone keeps nicking the teeth. Has all the blood gone from his mouth as well? Yeah. Because I was looking at some photos of when it was outside the actual attraction... And then when it was outside the original attraction, it was quite bloody. Not, so. I can't say I noticed that, actually. Yeah. But I suppose every now and again it's going to have to be refreshed, isn't it? So yes. maybe maybe they've just done that. Or maybe the millennials were moaning about it. Yeah, it's a little scary for us. Oh, stop moaning, Luke! <laughs> are, you, are, you, are you assuming it's gender? <laughs> <laughs> Don't, don't assume that's, that's it. Gender. That's it. I'm out of here. <laughs> <sighs> He's literally just set up a petition there. He just needs a hundred thousand signatures now. It's already at five hundred, so watch out. <laughs> so, what other what other attractions do you think could fit in that retro section, then, Chris? I'm trying to think. Back. <laughs> The Universal Twitter account wants Murder She Wrote. <laughs> <laughs> Murder She Wrote and Psycho House. Yeah. Um, Alfred Hitchcock and uh, Twister. Yeah, uh, Hercules for good measure. Oh, I forgot that existed. Star Trek Bridge Experience as well. Yeah. Yeah. Swamp I've got a video of that in there somewhere, but swamp, I can't. I've got no access yeah. to it. Yeah. Bloody hell! I, I was the Vulcan. <laughs> did you do you remember back then they used to do that Marvel show in the studios? I never seen it, but well, I was there in '93, so 
I think I it was, was there in '93. Yeah, I was only 19. I was only a boy. God, do you hear that? Do you hear that, Luke? Craig was once your age. <laughs> what? I know. I know. I can barely remember either. I had fresh Prince of Bel Air Bermuda shorts for that holiday. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> That's how like... we rolled it in the nineties, Luke. It's how we rolled. Kylie and Jason jeans. Um, <laughs> oh, whatever, whatever happened to screen printed jeans? Eh? Um, yeah, yes. Bring back, bring back the swamp thing set. That's what I say. I wasn't allowed on some of the rides with me fanny part, to be honest. <laughs> I had to leave it in a locker. <laughs> Your fanny pack. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, like Kong would have made you know that that would be another ride that you would have put there, but because they now have a new Kong attraction, that, that yeah, one's kind of cl- as well. Classic Kong is better than new Kong. Yeah, classic clong, clong, clong. <laughs> <laughs> classic clong was uh, there's the show title. Oh, <laughs> was genius. It was a work of art. Did you get to go, go on that, Luke? No. Were you born then? Uh, when did it close? Um, 2002, I think it was. Oh, okay, so I was three when it closed. Jesus oh, Christ. Jesus Christ. Oh, I'm so old. <laughs> Someone passed oh, me a word as original. <laughs> you are a word as original. Um, yeah. I mean, that that is the, the great shame of life. I mean, we'll never see anything like that again, either. The, the closest, the closest we'll see is that animatronic at the end of Reign of Kong. That I'll be honest with you, Kong is my favourite ride in Islands of Adventure, and I'm not even messing there. It, it's better than Spider-Man for me now. Well, we went on it. Did we go on it three times? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I loved it, but you know, as much as I loved it, and I really did like it. There was that sense of me that. I did feel that I was cheated out of the real Kong confrontation. You know, it just can't be re- re- replicated. Well, it can. It can be replicated, but they won't because it will just cost him too much damn money. I think they could br- probably bring it back in and the modern technology now, the reliability, because it was reliability that done it in, in the end. Yeah. I don't think, uh, I don't think it's the technology, though. Because if it was like if it was because of technology and the fact that te- technology has advanced since they first built it, they'd have done it. I think the fact is is that even look, they put that uh, Yeti in Expedition Everest, and what do we have now? Disco Yeti. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> you know, if they can't get that to work, you know, fifteen years after they first came out with Kong, and it's a smaller animatronic. Then... Well, well, look at the boat ride at Avatar. Yeah, it's only got one bloody animatronic. It's like I said before. I'd rather have twenty shit ones than one good one. Well, if you want twenty shit animatronics, just go in name um, Gringotts. <laughs> oh, Craig, come on! There aren't any animatronics in it. There's loads in the um, in the bank. Oh, in the cute. bank bit. Okay. They're poor. They serve a purpose. But they're, they're not they're not animatronics, Tim. Oh, I yeah, disagree. Works that move a bit. I think I think they're really well done. Mm. I'm easily pleased. Clearly. 
I tell you what is really well done is when you go in the shop in the bank in to change your money because he talks to you. The little elf talks to you. <laughs> well, or the goblin. Because he's real, what are you talking about? Yeah, I don't proper talks like boss. <laughs> right. Is there anything else that we want to discuss this week? No, I think it's just nice that we've uh, we, we've just been out there for a little bit and just um, kept the wheels rolling, keep the downloads coming in, keep in touch with our listeners. If you want to send us an email, and we're desperate for somebody to send us an email, it's disafterdark at gmail.com. Is it not? Yeah, we don't have a separate one for Universal, do we? No. No. And it's on the show notes. And uh, when you when you listen to this on Apple Podcasts, just flick up, and you'll see that the uh, a little bit of gum for bad everyone. It's an interactive link. Just click on it and send us an email. Yeah. I will. Say, I don't know what's been happening today, but no. we've we've had three new patreons today. Oh. Now I don't know if they're real ones or not because we did have one that joined up last month and it turned out to be some kind of bot a robot <laughs> no like a russian bot or something i net well because like a sex bot from Austin Powers. sex bot sex bot um fembot machine gun job please um <laughs> i actually i actually um had the um the line of Austin Powers action figures. So did I. It was a, it's a bloody cheek. How could they call those action figures? Most of them <laughs> yeah, yeah. didn't even move. <laughs> they hardly did. did they? <laughs> but I had. Yeah. So I remember the, the first series was um, Doctor Evil Mini Me, Austin Powers. Uh, was there a Felicity Shagwell? Mm hmm. Um, Shags very well. Apparently so. I think that was the first series, and then there was a second series, and in that second series there was uh, a Vanessa Kensington and a Fembot, and the Fembot did have a button on the back that if you pushed it, a machine gun jubblies came out. Who made um, who made <laughs> the Austin Powers movies? New Line. Mike Myers. So they're not like Universal or nothing? No. Warner oh, Brothers, t- technically. Yes, oh. yeah, New Lines and Warner Brothers. Oh, so they could get it. God. Have you seen them, uh, Luke? The Austin oh, yeah, Powers. Austin Powers. Yeah, I kind of grew up on those. My parents loved them, so we were always watching them. That is what England's like, by the way, Luke. Literally, yeah. Everything in everything Austin Powers. That's just England. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like we oh. we all drive around in Union Jack cars. Uh, our teeth are terrible. <laughs> um, our accents are varied. But those action figures, right? Like the heads would move. And randomly, the wrists would move. Mm-hmm. But that was about it. <laughs> well, the other thing... There was another there was another thing in that first line of figures that they released that was they, they did a three-quarter... Uh, yeah, it, was, it wasn't life-size. It was a three-quarter life-size scale figure of Mini-Me. And I had that as well. I loved Austin Powers, and it was at a time when I had disposable income because I lived at home, and it was about thirty quid at the time. But it was amazing. It looked just like him, and if you squeezed him, he went 
because that was the only that was the only noise he made in the first well the second Austin Powers and the first one he was in so that was that was what his voice chip did um, and I had a cuddly toy of Mr Bigglesworth <laughs> right now I bought this in a shop I remember I you remember the shop I bought it in it cost me like two quid right it was a, about a year after Austin Powers had come out and I had this cat for years and Lindsay said to me one day right just chuck it in a bin you never I bought it because I thought one day it might make a good costume piece or something she's like you're never going to use it it's an ugly thing just get rid of it and I went I can sell that don't be stupid she's like no no one will want to buy that I stuck it on eBay 50 quid I stuck it on there for like I think I I put it on there for like 2 or 3 pound or something it went for 50 quid so there's a sucker born every minute people (laughs) God. Do, you, do you think Nick you know do you think we were like twins separated at birth or something yes yes I do which is why we're so <laughs> bloody handsome <laughs> I said handsome not handsome that's something completely different and I'm still I'm still adamant I'm still adamant that one of them was a girl I'm still adamant about it so, so does your wife not like cats well actually neither of us like cats but I mean I'm trying to work out who the Croydon cat Ripper is. <laughs> have you, have you heard this story, Luke? Which one? The Croydon Cat Ripper. The Croydon Cat Ripper. Do you know who Jack the Ripper is? Yeah. Yeah, well, there's, there is a Jack the Ripper on the loose, but doing what Jack the Ripper did, just the cats. Yeah. <laughs> this is actually what? happening. <laughs> yeah. No one knows who it is. It's like Banksy. Yeah, but the difference between Banksy and the Cat Ripper <laughs> is people, people generally like the work that Banksy leaves behind. No one's really that, you know, I don't like cats. Well, Lindsay might like it if she doesn't like cats. No, no. I mean, neither of us like cats, but neither of us, neither of us like to do that to cats or see cats in that condition. <laughs> you know what? It's funny, actually. Like, although we're not, we, we have a dog, as you know, because you hear him quite often on this podcast. Even though neither of us particularly like cats, um, there are certain cats that we we do like. Like our mother-in-law's got a cat, and that cat's really awesome. But generally, I just don't like cats because they're just so they just look yeah. down at you. After the knobbed, they just yeah, look they down are at you, don't they? Like you know, dogs. They're like, oh, what can I do for you? What can I do for you? What can I do for you? I'm cats so like... happy to see you. Can I please you? Can I please you? Cats, cats are like that. Where's, yeah, where's my fucking food? Bed. Where's my fucking food? <laughs> yeah. Just smacking you. Oh, smacking you're home. You. Yeah, exactly. Oh, you you come back, did ya? I was about, I was about to sell up. I'm going to shit in a fucking tray now, and you're going to clean it. Yeah. Not <laughs> yeah. bad. But uh, enough about my parents. Um, They do that as well. Rumors, enough about rumors. my sex life, yeah. Carry on. <laughs> anyway, enough about cat rippers. Um... <laughs> When I when uh, in school, when I went to school, there was a lad in our school called Popper Cat. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> that was his nickname. Well, I don't think I don't think there's any other way to finish this podcast than with that bombshell. Um, so yeah, well, as you can see, listeners, um, when Boston's not here and it's just <laughs> us, it's a bit chaotic. But I hope it's entertaining chaos. When Boston's not here. You throw some shit at the fan and some of it sticks. And and that, of course, is cat shit. 
<laughs> so until uh, next time we meet, and hopefully for your sanity, Boston will be back. <laughs> she back. Was that a cryptic uh, message there? You said meat then, and you no longer eat meat. Oh, yeah. No, it wasn't. Wish it was. You're craving yeah. meat. I ain't that so what... Yeah, go on, go on. No, no, go on. What you going to say, Mr. Rooney? I was going to say, what, what, uh, what is a pescatarian? Right, okay. So, sorry, listeners, we're going to carry on. We're going to carry on for another, <laughs> another five hours while I try and convert you all to not eat meat. No, pescatarian is basically a vegetarian, but mm-hmm. I will also eat fish. Okay, what, why have you decided to do it? That was the other question, right? Okay, so I did it because I would pretty much eat meat for every meal of the day. Okay. If I could. And wheat. I just know it's not particularly good. Like, You'd have two wheat of meat for, with milk <laughs> in the morning. Right. <laughs> true, true story. My dad, back when he didn't disown me, he would eat wheat a bit dry covered in marmite oh uh, now i i love marmite right so do i but uh, that is that not the rankest thing you've ever heard and you're like that, that that's a no-no either marmite or butter sometimes oh. both but like a dry weetabix with something spread on it it's just mental. it's like those people that have been eating like orange segments covered in oxo cubes what? What's wrong with that? <laughs> yeah that's a thing on the internet yeah, but it so is eating Tide Pods. Oh, apparently so. Ridiculous. <laughs> what are these? These are fucking millennials. They're <laughs> millennials. They'll do anything. My mouth is watering, guys. And then moan about it. Luke, no. the next video, we want you to eat things. <laughs> no. Well, Luke did a video of him eating stuff that we'd sent him. Just yeah, none, no, of them, no, no. none of them were Tide Pods. Household cleaning products only. <laughs> <laughs> Here's some seen it bang. Um, yeah, so so the idea is the reason I did it was because I wanted to try and cut down eating meat, and I thought the best way of doing it is just to cut meat out completely. But I've got to be honest, like I've been doing it for like uh, almost two months now, and I I actually really enjoy it. And like tonight, I had a treat tonight. I had a southern fried corn fillet. Ooh, and it's basically is, meat. And the thing is, right. Honestly, if you was given it in a blind test, you would not know it wasn't chicken. Oh, and that, and I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, that to me is the scariest thing about the meat that we generally eat. Unless you're eating something like really particular. There's but... a t-shirt there, Luke. <laughs> if, you're li- if you're still listening. No, I'll, I'll, Ooh, I'll There's the meat I generally eat <laughs> and a picture of Nick and a dong. Kong dong. <laughs> So, the thing is, especially, like, uh, if you go to, like, a Chinese and you get, like, chicken balls. Whoa, you know, they must be what, tiny. What is, <laughs> what is in those chicken balls? Because it's batter. You've got no idea what the meat is inside. It's, they say, it's, they call it chicken. We call it chicken. Let's all pretend it's chicken. But the texture of it, you can't tell. And that's the thing. Is that, I can guess what the meat is in chicken balls. Well, yeah, I think we all can. But the fact is, is that a lot of meat that we actually do eat is so kind of processed that mm. it's, when you get a fake meat, it actually tastes really similar. It's only when you compare it to... You know, if you was... I, I haven't found a replacement to steak, for example. Like, steak is something very particular. I don't know how you'd make a vegetarian version of that, but things like chicken, it's very easy to create something that's chicken-like without it being chicken. And that 
to me is quite scary because what is that chicken that we're eating yeah because like kfc chicken if you read the small print it all comes in from brazil not all of it but some of it comes in from brazil my, my mate's a taxi driver right and he stopped eating kfc when he was called to a kfc for the delivery to for the pickup to pick up a fare and what he got was a bin bag full of chicken that he had to take to another KFC because he'd ran out. <laughs> right. That is, but you know what? It's true because um, a KFC near me, pre-chicken crisis this was, but a KFC near me, people took pictures of somebody um, putting KFC out of their car, an employee, because he'd gone and picked it, like Craig said, they'd gone and picked it up from another KFC because they'd run out of chicken. They just had it in the right. of their car. No word of a lie, people were going down to places where they had the chicken, which was like, I don't know, Brighton, I think, was one of them, and then stick it on eBay for 200 quid or something for a bargain bucket. <laughs> See, now all of a sudden... Okay, now, that's not a millennial. All, all of a sudden, my <laughs> 50 quid for Mr. Bigglesworth cuddly toy doesn't seem so mad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, bring it back full but, circle. But just as sad somehow. That's right. But no, honestly, like, I was... And I, I've had a lot of people... Uh, I had some around earlier, a friend of mine, who was like, are you still not eating meat? And he's, and I was like, yeah. And he's like, I don't know, you've done it. And, then all that, and that's it. I've actually found it really easy. And what's been, what's been interesting is trying stuff that I would always turn my nose up because it was vegetarian or because it wasn't meat. Because I just love meat so much. And I've discovered there's so much more food that I actually like that I would, I would never have eaten had I not done this. Do you know and, what? Go on. I think you're right. I think you're right because if you was to turn the clock back sort of 10, 15 years, I bet you would have really struggled mm. just because of the variety that, that we but, have now. But look at, and we'll bring it back onto Universal now, right? Because obviously Boston is and has been for for many years a vegetarian. Short. <laughs> she's always been short <laughs> she'll be very short with this episode as well when she gives us a bollocking for it but when <laughs> but when, when she goes we just playing her you bunch of knobheads I'm going to knock your fucking teeth out <laughs> the role wow. the role of uh, the role of Boston White will be played by a scouse drag queen <laughs> for this episode but Billy can Savage. I when Can she... I continue to play Tracy Malaby? <laughs> <laughs> and there's our show title. Um, but, <laughs> but when, when... There's a t-shirt as well. <laughs> We're not even drinking. We're not even drinking. And this is happening. Oh, can you imagine if we was pissed? Right. Oh, <clears throat> so, but when, <laughs> when Boston talks about a trip to Universal she talks about the struggle she has for food and not just there but in theme parks in general now the thing is like she's a veg she calls herself a vegetarian but she will eat things like prawns so really she's pescatarian because she eats fish products i don't eat lots of fish products like two or three times a week i might eat fish but i still eat fish so therefore pescatarian but anyway the fact is is that you do in theme parks even now get quite a limited menu and when I was talking to you Chris about the book that I'm trying to book I'm trying to write I wrote about the food options and what was interesting when I was writing all this stuff 
I was eating meat. So I was able to talk about all the stuff that I'd done, and I put a thing in there about, you know, these are some of the options that I've found for vegetarians and vegans and blah, blah, blah. But I didn't know too much because I hadn't researched it because I wasn't eating the stuff. Whilst now, when I next go back to Disneyland Paris, I'll have to kind of look a bit harder as to what the options are. I fries. Well, it, yeah, but that's what Boston lives on, isn't it? Mm. She eats fries she, a lot. She comes back from America looking like a curly fry. <laughs> <laughs> that's because she chooses to not have a seat on the plane but curls herself up and puts herself in a suitcase um, but no I mean she, she, she does struggle and the thing is I think it depends on what you're willing to eat as well because you can be vegetarian and be extremely limited in your food options because you don't like things my wife would struggle my wife would struggle my wife. <laughs> because um she, I, I always thought in a relationship I was the fussy eater, but it's, it's actually turned out over the years she's the fussy eater. I eat much more than she does. I don't like broccoli, and I don't like. Uh, no one likes broccoli. Well, exactly. I, I'm not a big fan of sprouts. No, Craig likes sprouts. Um, you should have seen what I had for me dinner today. I then. saw it was absolutely rancid, mate. And I'd have said that <laughs> before before January of this year as well. You wronging, um, but. Um, I, I, I eat quite a lot of stuff um, and I, I'm willing to try stuff but she she's a lot more fussy than I am so what about, I've not struggled too much what about avocados I mean what the fuck is that it's not even sweet it's not safe what is it what is it avocado, it's like phlegm in the skin avocado is. is good for one thing and one thing only bragging guacamole <laughs> okay right because oh, yeah. I remember I'll tried guacamole years and years ago when it suddenly like Mexican food suddenly became like a big thing again in the UK and we had like nachos and guacamole and I was like oh this is really nice and then I went out somewhere and one of the options was like a turkey and avocado sandwich now my brain goes oh avocado that's what guacamole is made out of I'll have that and I was eating it and I was like what is this green shit on my sandwich <laughs> because that is not guacamole no, that was the chicken. <laughs> avocados. I think avocados are rancid, but guacamole made of avocados is lovely. So it just goes to show you what the, the magic that you can do with added ingredients. Um, but my favourite thing about avocados is: Have you seen this uh, increase in injuries recently because of avocados? Have you heard about this? It's a uh, millennials' injury. Isn't it is. It is. Luke, pay attention because this could be you, right? This could save your life, Luke. This could save your, save your hand. People are... And I don't even... I, I can't even fathom how this is even a thing, right? But people are using big fuck-off knives. There's another way to describe it. Um, like a butcher's knife or something. To cut the stone out of an avocado. And in doing so... They're pushing the knife through the avocado into their hand and cutting their hand open. Oh my gosh, we are so smart. Yes, yes, you keep eating your Tide Pods and uh, selling exotic rifles to everyone. The thing is that men under 21, their life is their hand. (laughs) Yes, yes, game over, man, game over. But honestly, I could have married me and at 19, I would have done. But who, who sits there and says, Oh, I need to get this massive stone out of this avocado. Now, I've got a few options here. I could try and use my hand, or I could use this spoon device 
that's used to scoop things out, or I could use this pointy, sharp, will cut your hand open knife. What could possibly go wrong? See, my my wife, she loves avocado. I'm forever cutting them up. And I'm always using the knife. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, but, yeah, but you, you use a knife to cut it open. Yes. Not to remove the stone. Well. Oh. Yeah. Oh. 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 Up. Don't episode, call him six episodes. fingers for nothing. All episode. <laughs> all episode. He's like, bloody millennials, blah, blah, blah. And he's he, admits <laughs> using a fucking knife. He, don't, he doesn't say like, give me five. He says give me three. Yeah, but I haven't injured <laughs> my hand yet. I'm not moaning about it. Well, this is true. Just be Fingers careful. are overrated, mate. Fingers are overrated. Yeah, I just have a nub. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? Honestly, the hardest decision I've got today when I'm editing this episode is what the hell this episode's going to be called. Because every time <laughs> I think, oh, nothing's going to top that, and then you get, oh, it's just a nub. Well, you know. Tracy <laughs> Malaby eats avocado with a nub. <laughs> Does, does, does Tracy Mellaby eat avocados with a nub? All right, that's it. I'll make a mental note of that one. Or Bob Iger. <laughs> with, what, with Bob Iger? With yeah. Bob Iger. With Bob Iger. Um, right, before we go, is there anything else anyone wants to... I mean, we stopped talking about Universal about 15 An minutes ago. ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> but is anything anyone else wants to bring to the table before we, we bring this episode to a close? No, I think we're done, aren't we? We're sorry, Amanda, but, you know, this will probably be the biggest show. She gave uh, us one chance. <laughs> Do you know what? Oh, dear. But it can't get worse ratings than last week's episode. Because there wasn't one, so... Um, we, we, got, we got to expand on, on zero. Boom. To last week's yeah. notice an episode, so... Yeah, there you go. Good job. Right, Craig, wrap it up. Uh, like I say, go and um, have a look for us on iTunes. Give us a review. We're going to start reading reviews out. The worse reviews, the better, as long as you've got five stars. Except if you're still listening, Mill Bushwhacker, you can still fuck off. <laughs> you, you, because you, your criticism was the same yeah. thing. It turned out, I was like, what's he saying this about a podcast for? Do you know what happened? He said it to every British-based UK Disney podcast. He the same thing? The exact same thing. Well, I mean, the, some of the words might have been slightly different, but essentially the same issues he had was the same for every podcast. Hold on a minute. There's, there is a Disney podcast based in Australia now. Rob's chin menacingly. Hmm. What's that got to do with Millwall? Number one. Secondly, Lewis loves us. He won't... You know, he might turn his episode yeah, off after about Only five joking, minutes, Lewis. But... We love you, man. Um, and <sighs> and thirdly, who's to say the Millwall Bushwhacker isn't the same as the Cat Ripper? Oh, never seen him in the same place. That's all I'm saying. There's a show title. No, I still think we'll go for the Tracy Manaby one. <laughs> so, look for us on iTunes or sorry, Apple Podcasts as it's called now. Look for us on Stitcher because we're on there. Look for us on Overcast, because we're on there. And we will see you all next week. Oh, and we will be on Spotify at some point if we can figure it out. Now we're on it. Are we? Yeah, we're in the show notes. Click on the link. Yeah, I know, but I didn't think it 
Yeah, yeah, it works. Oh, uh... I, 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 you know what? Just before we go, shall we mention Craig? Just in You're... case anyone's interested. I'm I'm yes. definitely seeing you, aren't I? Yeah, yeah. You're not letting me down. So, it's a day off. If you, so have I. So if you can get to London on the 23rd of March, we was going to say this is disaster, but sod that. If you are in London of the vicinity on the 23rd of March, we are going to have the first ever disaster dark meetup, where we're probably yeah. called an episode. And we are going to get drunk. Um, and me and Craig are definitely going to be there. Yeah. Everybody else is to be confirmed. But if you want to come and buy us a pint, or if you just want to come and meet us, you don't have to buy us a pint, um, then contact us and we will tell you when and where we will be. We've told you the date, so you can put that in your diary, but we will tell you where we'll actually be. I found a nice little uh, ale house just around the corner from London, Euston. That's where we're going to be meeting. I can't remember what it's called. but Yeah, and we'll probably end up at Bubba Gump to sink at the end. But yeah, so uh, yeah, let us know if you're interested and, and we'll see you there if you come. Yeah. All right. We'll let you buy us our ale. <laughs> we kind of like that. Right, see you later. Au revoir. Cheery bye. Oh, I love it. Oh, absolute carnage. Hello there, dear listener. Now, have you ever listened to a podcast and thought, oh, I'd really like to support those guys, but I just don't know how to do it? <laughs> well, then you're in luck. There are now two ways for you to be able to support us. The first is by going to our Spreadshirt page at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash After Dark Network. Here, you can pick up t-shirts for all of the podcasts that we do. The other way is by visiting us at patreon.com forward slash disafterdark. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com forward slash disafterdark. Any money raised by buying some merchandise or pledging your support on Patreon means that we can keep producing more content for the After Dark Network. On behalf of the other After Dark Podcast Network hosts, we thank you for listening to this episode. We hope you enjoyed it and thank you for your continued support. Dark Podcast Network.